Welcome to the Something Forum by Echo & Co, a podcast where we talk about digital and organizational transformation, innovation, and nonprofits, and hope you learn something along the way. As we wrap up 2023, we're bringing you shorter fun episodes, highlighting recommendations from and the interests of our Echo & Co team. This week, we welcome Bill Brown, Senior Director of Experience Strategy, Architecture, and Design at Echo & Co. He'll be talking to us about tarot and walking us through a reading. And now your host, Andy Vanderland. Hi, welcome to the Something Forum. We're doing one of our fun episodes. I think we're in our last month of the year now, and we're chatting with Bill Brown from Echo & Co. You heard him when we talked about our N10 conference experience. And today he's leading us through a tarot reading. Um, and that's all I know. The rest is a mystery. Hi, Bill. Hi. Thanks for having me. Having me back. I am so thrilled. <laughs> um, okay. So can you tell us a little bit about what we're doing today? Yeah. So we're going to be doing tarot. Um, uh, it's, which I think people know about, it's uh, a deck of 78 cards and it's used these days for divination, telling the future. It's also used for uh, just sort of thinking about things. So there, I, I like to think of them as like keys to doors in the recesses of your mind. So they're just images wow. to help you kind of process things and like think through things and anchor you to some thoughts. So uh, that's how I use them. I don't use them for telling the future. Um, I just use them as kind of a, a, a way and way to begin thinking about hard things that are maybe hard to hard to start thinking about. We did have an in-person meeting with a client last month and we wrapped up sort of, you know, last minute decision to wrap up with a tarot reading and it went really well. I think it helped us put into words experiences that we had had during the workshop and really like it gave us a framework for thinking about stuff and I think the client loved it. I loved it and it gave us some like, I don't know, it felt like a really mm, tangible way of coming to terms with things that we were thinking and worrying about and expecting and that type of thing. Yeah, I agree. I, I was really, when you brought that up, that idea of me doing tarot to kind of close out that in-person working session, I was so, I was really nervous because I'm, I'm very much an amateur tarot reader and, um, and, uh, but it went, it went really well. It went really well. I did it. It was really fun. And I've, I've always wanted to bring it to our work uh, and have had a hard time kind of finding ways to squeeze it in. But that, yeah. that worked great. Spoiler, everyone come visit us at conferences. We're thinking about adding it potentially to like some of the vendor um, areas at conferences as a way to engage and think about uh, digital transformation. So that might be coming up too. I don't know. <laughs> Not to put you on the spot, Bill, but we talked about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Portland and NTC next year. <laughs> um, okay. So take us away. Lead us along this journey. Sure. Okay. Um, so, Andy. Oh, gosh. I'm going to do a reading with you. Obviously, um, I should have anticipated being a part of this, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, I. I'm going to be doing a, uh, a spread, which is in tarot, it's like uh, you're drawing certain cards and putting them in a certain formation. And that's what's called a spread. You kind of pull them 
flip them over at certain times and in a certain shape. A very common one is something called the Celtic cross, which I think is a 12 card spread. Another one is past, present, future. People do that a lot. It's just a three card spread. Or you can do, you know, people draw one card a day. So that's just, you could call that a one card spread. And then there's a, there is a spread called the Tree of Life, which is all 78 cards, which Whoa. really can take take forever. Really yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I've made up a couple spreads, um, so we're going to be going through through those. Uh, and they kind of have a storytelling aspect to it. Um, uh, so, yeah. Great. Awesome. Andy. Yes. You are wandering the halls of your mind. Okay. Walking through hallways. Either side of you are rows and rows of doors. Mm. You're walking, walking. You look at one of the doors, and you see that something's written on it. Don't tell me what it is, okay, but great. something is written on. I want you to, to, to figure out what it is that's written on that door, and like, tell me when you have, the, have that. Okay. You've got something. Okay, great. You pass that door, oh. and go to the next one. And there's something written on that. Okay. You know what that is? Mm -hmm. You pass by that and you come to a third door and look at it. And it has something written on it as well. Okay. You got that one? You open this door. So you go in. All right. And you see, I'm going to pull the first card. Rough shuffle. I'm going to ask you to say stop at some point and that'll be like you cutting the deck okay okay so uh, at any point from here on say stop stop great so i have drawn what's inside this third door is the queen of swords hmm. great so the queen of swords is a court card um in tarot there is court cards and similar to our regular deck um regular decks have uh, uh King, Queen, and Jack, but in tarot, there's King, Queen, Knight, and Page. This is the Queen, and there's four suits, and similar to a regular deck of playing cards. Um, this is the suit of swords. Hmm. Queens represent internal expertise, sort of mastery, and internal um, feeling of confidence of the vibes of the suit. Uh, so the suit in this case is swords, which represents... Uh, decision-making, intellect, sometimes debate and conflict. So this would be you, uh, the queen of swords for me represents um, you feeling really confident internally about, you know, your opinion about something, maybe debates you've had recently or um, uh, a a more intellectual conflict. Great. Now, I think this is a great callback to our book episode, which, Bill, you don't know about yet, but our Enneagram ones, too. It's like they're all coming together. Yeah, great. So uh, what I want you to do, and so what, what is happening here in this image is there's a queen who's seated. It's a profile image, and she's looking off to the side, and she's got a sword that's straight up and down in her hand, which uh, there's only a few of those swords straight up and down, which means, like, you're making the right just choice. You're not, you're not letting your decisions be swayed by oh. outside forces. Um, and there's a, one, her other hand is outreached, which means like maybe someone is coming to her. Maybe this like she's like welcoming debate. She's welcoming communication. 
There's also clouds in the background and a bird. That's really common in swords because the, the element that come with swords is air. There's also uh, butterfly imagery in, the, in her throne, which goes back to the air as well. So in her crown is made up of butterflies, which is kind of cool. Butterfly. Oh, cool. And her cloud cloak. Um, so uh, what I want you to do is you've got that word that's on your door. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want you to begin to start to connect that door, that word to kind of the, how I've described this queen of swords. You don't have to like fully connect it, but kind of start to see some initial threads. Are you able mm-hmm. to do that? Do you want to know my word? No, we keep it Tell secret me. still. Keep it, keep it secret <laughs> to the very end. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I can see connections to it. See connections. Okay, so we're going to be kind of like going on a little story here, and sometimes mm-hmm. the connections will kind of reveal themselves more as, you, as we draw more cards. Great. So you're in this room with the Queen of Swords, and you walk past her, and you see two tunnels in front of you, two pathways that you can go down. And I'm going to um, flip over these cards. Two cards. Strength. Awesome. Wheel of Fortune. Both major arcana. Shoot. I feel like I'm winning tarot. <laughs> 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 um, I get it. So um, you've got these two pathways in front of you, and there's two different tarot cards that, are rep- that represent each pathway. I'm going to ask you to choose a pathway okay. to go down. And I want you to think about that word on your door, the queen of swords and kind of what seems to be drawing you to go down. Okay. So you got strength here. This is a major arcana, which so, uh, tarot has 56 minor arcana, which is, uh, kind of like a regular deck. Um, it's the regular 52 plus four extra cause there's four extra court cards. And then there's 22 major arcana, which are these Trump cards. Um, tarot started originally as this like bridge like parlor game and so these trumps uh, played a role in that in that game Um, but uh, anyway strength uh, shows a woman with an infinity symbol above her head holding open the mouth of a lion and the lion is kind of like its its tongue is out it's kind of back is arched kind of seems like a wily creature but the woman seems super calm you know handling this like it's no big deal Mm -hmm. um and she's kind of out on this field. Uh, it's number eight in um, the Major Arcana. It's also the card of the year for 2024. So that's why I kind of got excited. Because it's like, this is, I've been thinking a lot about this card because I always do my New Year's resolutions based on the card of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great year to hit the gym, you know, if you want to <laughs> do that or like, get mentally strong, um, you know, think about resilience and things like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this is a this is a, a great a great card, a good one to think about strength. Um, um, kind of, I, I like her with the infinity symbol because it's kind of like you have this well, this infinite well of strength if you're able to tap into it. <laughs> great. So that's one pathway. Okay. Another pathway is the Wheel of Fortune, another one of my favorite cards. Uh, it is also a major arcana. It's number ten, mm. and uh, this depicts a wheel with the number of symbols on the wheel. Um, and uh, there are a few creatures kind of on uh, around this wheel. There's a sphinx, there's a snake, there is a devil. And then in the four corners is uh, an angel, an eagle, a lion, and a bull, 
all with wings and they like, have a book open. That's called the Tetramorph. And it's, um, it, it maps back to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the prophets. I don't really know a whole lot about the prophets, but I know it maps back to that. And it's called the Tetramorph, which is kind of a cool like word. Um, but they, I, when I did some research on it, they represent like different ways of demonstrating faith. So like having faith in something, hmm. which is relevant for this card because the Wheel of Fortune is about like uh, life is going to just give you whatever the hell it wants to give you. Um, despite as many plans as you make, like the, the wheel turns and, and there's nothing you can do. And like these, these gods, these sphinx, this devil, maybe they know what's going on and they're controlling this wheel, but you do not, you do not what's going, know what's going on. And you kind of have to figure out how to have faith with the unknown. That's okay. kind of how I represent the tetramorph around it. Great. So this is like, figure out how to go with the flow is with wheel of fortune and then you got strength over here which is it's kind of in a way a, an opposite to it where it's like let's i'm gonna hold open the mouth of the lion yeah and then this image of the lion it seems like kind of dog-like to me but maybe that's just because i like mm. dogs so it doesn't seem uh like the lion isn't huge it's not compared to the woman it's not like a huge lion like a lion really is right that's true all right you want i picked the lion <laughs> i picked pick the lion okay great <laughs> So you walked into this door with a word on it, saw the queen of swords, passed her, and then went down the tunnel of strength. And then this is the last card mm-hmm. of the narrative. Do you kind of, have you started to kind of link these things together? The word, queen of swords, strength, something beginning to form as far as like a, a story? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And this is the end. Oh God, it's going to be everyone dies. And, uh, this is um, the sun, which has got a baby on it. Oh God. <laughs> child. Oh, and a horse, though. So. And a horse. That's true. And Andy's a, all about them horses. I know that. And the horses. <laughs> so the sun, another major arcana. So this is, they're usually like seen as like more powerful cards. Mm-hmm. There's a few of them and they all have these um, interesting names. Um, the sun shows a naked child uh, with a wreath of sunflowers on the back of a horse holding a big red flag of, you know, often represented victory, a sense of victory. Mm-hmm. They're inside of a walled garden. So there's these big, there's a big wall behind the child and the horse lined with sunflowers. And then behind that up in the sky is this giant sun. And it is 19 of the major arcana. So it's towards the very end of the cycle and the cards that are at the very end, um, uh, are usually like good cards, <laughs> like the sun, <laughs> judgment, the world. They're kind of like everything coming together. You're kind of reaching that sort of all, all is well. I understand all things sort of like a Nirvana state at the very end of the cycle. But anyway, this one um, uh, is a lot about a sense of safety. Like uh, you're able to be free and naked on top of this horse, but you're inside of this wall. So the things are safe here. You're in a place where it's, it's safe to um, be free and open and do what you will. Do the things that maybe you wanted to do as a child, whatever you like that is that you like to do. Um, and you'll find like joy and victory in doing those things. So there's a lot of like vulnerability and, and, um, uh, kind of unbridled happiness. Oh, and the horse is literally unbridled. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Wow, cool. 
Great. So you got this word. You're walking through the halls of your mind, and you see uh, you see some words on some doors. Why don't you take us? If you're willing to share, I'd love to kind of hear what you what you got. Uh, yeah. So the first door. Well, first my hall was filled with picture frames, and then they had to be doors. So then they switched to mm. doors, and the first word was hope. And then the second word was courage. And then the third word was joy. So we walked into joy. Interesting. Yeah. Um, And what I imagined or the story that came up with seeing the queen of swords um, was just like opportunity and trust, right? That there's, you know, in leaning into this joy that there will be things that arise and I will be able to um, experience them and find them um, and just kind of like lean into uh, that part of me that like seeks out joy and wants to be a part of joy. And then I went down the tunnel of strength and I partially picked that one um, because because of the infinity sign uh, that relates to me and my dad. He used to say, I love you. And I'd say, I love you too. When we were kids and he'd go two, like just the number, like only two. And I'd say oh. infinity infinities. Um, so it reminds me of like love and, you know, kind of doing hard things, but in a way that's not cruel. Like I don't see that relationship with the lion as being like yanking its mouth up and I'm putting your head in it. It's more like, I don't know. Like I said, the line is smaller and it feels more like a relationship thing. And so like the strength in that piece and then sort of jumping down to the sun without like going into all of the stuff of like my goals and things that come up when I think of joy and strength, um, seeing that come together in this like free and safe environment seems like a really great way to like having experienced it and like revalidating that, you know, leaning into the joy part and seeking out joy um, will be fruitful. will lead me to my like personal goals and Mm. um, not like I want to achieve, you know, whatever professional things, but like really living my life and really engaging with my world and, experiencing the things um yeah this is great i love that the door said joy and like the sun is a representation of joy so you very there's that that perfect like cycle there yeah um you know and like the queen of swords it makes me think that like you know how to reach that joy like that Mm -hmm. to me that reads like intellectually you know what the right thing is to do Mm -hmm. the strength is very active like you're, you're doing it and you can do it. I like that connection to your dad. Maybe there's some something there with reaching <laughs> your joy and your dad. Um, and maybe your dogs, your dad and your dogs. I don't mm, know. And yeah. then and then you find you find the joy. Um, and I do. And you didn't say anything about the horse, but I think that, that no, I think that's you know I didn't want to like go too. I do have like horse holiday decoration up behind me. I think it's really important and like. Being on horses is really freeing. And it's about, again, like to me, these relationships um, with animals and non-human animals and human animals, like, is mm. really important for how I, like, for almost most of the decisions I make, like, in terms of my eating habits and how I spend my mm. time. So, like, having those as such a big part of this reading is actually, I think, pretty 
important. Cool. All right. Thanks, cool. Andy, for, for wandering the halls of your mind. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. That was great. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Could you talk to us maybe about 2024's card of strength and how maybe nonprofit leaders could use that as they think about the year ahead? I mean, I have been thinking strength to me, two things of physical and mental strength is what comes up a lot mm-hmm. for me immediately with that. Um, I feel like I have let my physical health, um, I put that to the side. I mean, I'm like, a, I got two young kids. I got a lot going on, but it's such an important piece of self-care. It's like, mm-hmm physical health. Um, so, and I know many nonprofit leaders are pulled in many different directions. Um, and maybe also, uh, I have small children, not that that's the only thing that keep you from going to the gym or whatever, but like, um, maybe like using it as a, as a motivation to, to make some commitments to your health is a good thing, um, for next year. Um, I know it's kind of a trope to like, join a gym as a new year's resolution, but like, that's okay. It's okay. It is okay. Yeah. You know, Try and like, gym. you know, use, use that. And then for the mental side, um, you know, I just downloaded, a uh, Blinkist, do you know that app? Mm-hmm. Um, Blinkist and Headspace, uh, both of those. Um, and they're both kind of like, you know, use this app to encourage you to, to do self-improvement things. Tell me um, more about Blinkist. Blinkist. Yeah. It, it has a bunch of uh, audio summaries of books. So like Atomic Habits, 4,000 Weeks, all those things. It has oh, like 30-minute cool. audio summaries. And they have these things called collections. I know I'm like, I should have had this ready for the uh, best tech. Of the Don't tech worry of the, about it. We're happy to share now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, they have these collections where they'll like bring in an expert on something who will give their opinion about a, a book and then they'll give you the 30 minutes of the book. And then the expert will kind of be like, Oh, this is what that means. Now, how about now listen to this one. So they kind of like take you oh, along oh. a little journey about cool. something. And there was one in, in Blinkist about strength and resilience and a, a psychologist took you through it. That one was great. Very cool. You know? Okay. I'm going to download this. Yeah. Check it out. You know, and that, that led me to like wanting to do some more mindfulness stuff to kind of thinking about that and strength, like keeping your, keeping your emotions um, in check, being able to respond to things in the ways that you want to. Um, so that's, I've been thinking about that and it's connection to strength. Strength is a tough one. Cause like I want to be someone who's vulnerable and, and mm. open. Like I, I don't want to take strength to a place where you just like you're rock. You don't, nothing gets in kind of thing yeah well i would argue that's not strength <laughs> right yeah totally and so totally, with Brene, <laughs> from first name basis <laughs> that's a great touch point is like looking at some of her stuff again or maybe it's like finding a relationship with the word strength that you feel good good about mm-hmm. from that like mental standpoint mental strength yeah well great bill thank you thank you this was wonderful yeah, right on. And uh, anybody who wants to get into tarot, please do it. I think it's a really fun hobby and kind of a thing to help you think about things. It's fun to do with, with your friends and family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's this book by Rachel Pollock, 78 Degrees of Wisdom. It's really great, too. Cool. And it has the sun right on the front. It does. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Joy. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Something Forum. Join us next week as we continue our series of fun episodes. Our host is Andy Vanderland. I'm Melissa Huntley, our editor. The music you hear in this episode is Something About Something by Sarah, the instrumentalist. This podcast is produced by Echo & Co., a digital agency sending creativity on a mission.